Take your life back. Like now. Take it back. I am so sorry I missed our Monday meeting and then I pushed it to Tuesday and this week's been crazy. So here I am today, Wednesday, doing my live on the subject of taking your life back. So how many of you had this vision of what your life was going to look like? You know, you had the whole picture in mind. You were going to go to school and be successful and have the best job in the world and this great family and all your dreams were going to come true, right? Everybody had this vision and this dream and belief about what their life was going to look like. Well, hopefully you did. I mean, under some circumstances, some of us really might have been lost right out of the gate and never really knew what we wanted or where we were headed. And that's okay too, because there's things that happen. um, There's mental disorders, there's depression, there's anxiety, there's situations that occur when we're little, there's some t- people have been abused, and that has definitely altered your ability to have the big dreams. Um, hopefully, you still had dreams, whether you've been through the ringer or not, because the good news is, no matter what your story is, no matter what you've been through, you have a choice today to take your life back, to take your power back, and to have your absolute best life ever right here right now. You just need a mentor to show you how to get there and you need to be open, open open-minded to hear how to do it and be willing to take those action steps to get there. So here I am, a little bit about me. I'm Kathy McKnight. You can learn more about me on my website, kathymcknightinc.com. Feel free to Schedule a discovery session. I'd be happy to talk to you if there's anything going on where you'd like a little push or some motivation, or let's see if I can help you uh, develop a strategic action plan individualized to your specific needs to help you get to your goals quicker and faster than you would do it on your own. I know for me, I've had coaches my entire life, mentors that have been where I want to go. They know the way and they show me the way and I get there quicker. Because I'm just like that. I want I want it now. I want to get the most out of my life right now. And even though addiction bit me in the butt, knocked me on my booty, kicked me in the stomach, stabbed me in the back, whatever, I refuse to let that define me. That does not define who I am. And neither does it define you. You have a choice. It's all about how you choose to overcome adversity and perceive things in life. So the main thing is that you have to be willing to change because obviously if we stay the same, nothing changes if nothing changes. So it's up to us to grow, to chase personal development, to let go of the past, to change the way we think, to change our attitude And by having the right coach, which is me, I'm the one for you, schedule your discovery session. Feel free to check out my blog and please subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also learn more about me on LinkedIn under Kathy McKnight or Facebook, Kathy McKnight. And I'm here to help you conquer your goals and be your happiest, healthiest version of yourself right here, right now, because life is too short to wait. So the time is now and you deserve that, but you have to believe in yourself. And sometimes it takes letting someone else believe in you before you can get to where it really sinks in that you really do believe in yourself. And that's okay. There was a time in my life where I didn't believe in anything. I was hopeless. I was broken. I was lost. I was wounded. I was full of anger, full of resentment. Addiction kicked my butt and I couldn't accept that. I I wanted to overcome and be more powerful than the disease of alcoholism and addiction, and I was not. And I'm stubborn, and I had to learn the hard way how to surrender. But the good news is I decided to surrender. You know, sometimes we can be stubborn and keep challenging a losing battle, thinking that that's the way we're supposed to do it, not give up, keep getting up. But That's true. You don't give up on yourself, but you don't continue to fight it the same way you've always fought it. You have to change your strategy. You have to change the way you 
live. You have to change the way that you fight for your life. And by surrendering, it's empowering and you will get your life back. You can get your power back and you take yourself to higher levels. You don't just settle for mediocre. You go for everything. Go for all your dreams and make them happen. And if it works for one person, it'll work for every person. You just have to trust the process and allow somebody to walk you through it and how to get there. So today, I just wanted to share with you that, you know, as a kid, I had a great childhood. I played sports. I was a cheerleader, come from a great family. And my childhood wasn't perfect, but it was very good. I had no idea that when I picked up a beer, that it would eventually take me down a road that nearly killed me. Because for a long time, it was a blast. It was fun. It's what everybody did. And I had a lot of fun and I maintained responsibility and went to college, got a great job, was successful. So all through those years, I was in denial because all the things that weren't going well for me, I would just brush them under the carpet until eventually you keep stacking trauma and negative experiences and failures and abuse and all these things on top of each other. Eventually, you're going to crash and burn just like I did. And I'm glad I did, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be who I am today, and I wouldn't really have an understanding of things the way I do today. So what a gift it is to be an addict. I couldn't be happier. Um, you got to get out of your comfort zone, okay? And that's not easy. It's a lot easier to stay in your little circle, stay around your same people all the time, stay comfortable. But let's face it. Nothing's going to change if that's what you do. So you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that requires you to push and feel yucky and and want to run and want to give up. But you can't. And you just have to be committed. You have to be committed to growth. You have to be committed to that dream. So get the vision. Get the vision of what you want. Know who you are, what you want, how you want it, where you want it. And what it's going to take to get it. So you have to write your little plan out. Write the vision. Paint this picture. Okay. Well, I want this type of a relationship. I want it to be intimate. I want it to be respectful. I want it to be loving and kind. And a two-way street. Give and take. I want us to be friends. Best friends. And I want to do for each other. I want to be honest and trustworthy and lift each other up and push each other to be our best. Okay. Picture what you want and then don't settle for anything less. So you don't have time to waste. So if you're dating or if you're in the wrong relationship, you need to get out of it. You know, I can say that I would be further on right now had I not stayed in situations that I stayed in. But that was my lesson to learn. And I had to delve deeper into me. Why am I staying? You know, so it's always about looking within to understand our weak spots, to understand our sticking points, to understand ourselves. We have to know, you know, we have to be honest. We have to know what it is we're doing and why. Okay. And that's where you overcome something that may at one time have a hold on you. You can release it and step over it. And squash it and toss it, be done with it once you see it, once you are honest about it, once you understand it, that's when you can change it. So if you're using or drinking or gambling or running around having sex with everybody or eating the whole kitchen up, you're not going to be able to see your truth. So the first thing you have to do is put down the vice. You have to put it down because it's clouding your judgment. It's creating a vicious cycle of negativity in your life. It's creating insanity in your life. So you have to put down the thing, the addiction that is costing you mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, every way, intellectually, it's costing you a fortune. You've got to put it down. And in order to put that down, you have to make changes. You can't keep doing what you've always done and just do it on willpower or self-reliance, or self-knowledge, because trust me, I tried that. I, I went to therapy to understand, you know, why are my relationships all the same? You know, everything in my life was great. Had a great family, great friends, great job, but I kept having the same relationship over and over and over and over. And for one, never realizing I'm my problem, okay? Obviously, 
I had work to do on myself or I never would have repeated that story for years. That's okay. That's my story. I can embrace it today. I'm so grateful that I learned what to do. I learned how to look at myself. I learned how to see that it was me because all those years I was pointing at every single person that I dated. I was blaming. I was trying to fix whatever I thought was wrong with them when all along, all I had to do was fix me. So the sooner you understand that you're the problem, the faster you'll grow, the better you'll be. It's very easy to be the victim. I did it for years. Okay. I was totally in the blame game because you know what? My picker was broken. Okay. I wanted a certain relationship. I had the vision. I had the idea. I knew what I wanted, but when it wasn't going the way I wanted it to go, when it wasn't working the way I wanted it to work, I can only do so much from where I sit. Okay. But if, if, if someone's not doing their part and then I'm trying to change that and I'm getting mad and I'm fighting a losing battle and I'm losing myself now, that's on me. That is my fault. Okay. Because technically what I know now is I cannot change, fix or control anything or anyone other than me. So there are certain things that when those red flags are before you and you're seeing it, you have to walk away. You have to bow out gracefully. Goodbye. Good luck. Love you. And I pray for you. Okay. Cause every individual is responsible for their self. They're responsible for their morals. They're responsible for their values and their choices. And who a person chooses to be is right before your face. So stop giving excuses and stop enabling and stop justifying but when you're drinking and you're drugging or you're overeating or you're gambling or, you know, you're having too much sex with the wrong people. I mean, whatever you're doing, you're bringing nothing but insanity to your life because of the decisions and choices. You can't run around like a loose cannon out of control and expect to have a disciplined, wonderful, healthy, happy life. It just doesn't work like that because all those vices and all those choices, they bring fear. They bring anxiety. They bring dishonesty. They bring chaos and they bring anger and resentment and jealousy and just all the seven deadly sins. But if you're doing the right thing, you're disciplined, you're sacrificing, you're in God's will, your higher power. Without that, you've got nothing. God is everything or God is nothing. My higher power is Jesus Christ. You're welcome to borrow him because he is here for every single one of you. I understand there's people out there that that does not work. I'm not here to tell anybody who to choose or what to have, but you have to have something, a power greater than you in order to become strong enough and secure enough to stay disciplined, to stay healthy, to stay doing the next right thing through temptation, to say no when you want to say yes. Okay. On your own shoulders as a human being, you're setting yourself up for disaster if you try to do it all by yourself. With addiction, it's not going to work. But if you want for those dreams and goals to come true, you have to depend on a power greater than yourself. Okay, so for me, during those years when things were going upside down, inside out, and all over the place, I was running the show by myself. I, I had disconnected from God and Jesus because I was just a mess. You know, I had lost myself. I had back-to-back, back-to-back unhealthy relationships full of lies, dishonesty, cheating, abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, sometimes physical abuse. And, you know, the person can only go through so much before they're just defeated. And like I said, I'm, I'm very grateful that that's my story because now I can share the way out with somebody else who who is also going to go through this same thing that I've been through. Um, Self-inflicted misery because I was choosing to drink and use drugs and having no idea that I had a problem with them because I did it for so long and skated by without thinking it was bad. When I look back now and realize how much um, they really interfered with my life and my choices. Um, Today, I don't touch anything And I am a totally different person. God has completely changed me and given me the ability to take my life back, take my power back. But even more than ever before, you know, not only am I back to 
the person I was before all that, but I'm even a bigger, better version of that because I chase growth and I keep asking for more. I want I want to be happy, joyous, free, and peaceful and content. I want to feel fulfilled. And the way to doing that is to be in your in God's will. Okay, to do the next thing, to live with high morals and high values and high standards and to give, to be of service to other people, you know, to help other people and everything else just comes to you. It's the law of attraction. You know, what you put out, what energy you put out, what you give will come back to you tenfold. All the things that I was worried about when I was in the throes of it, you know, my children, my God, what kind of life are they going to have? They've got a mother who's completely not okay, you know, and that was part of what gave me the power to fight, you know, because I couldn't do it for myself at for at that time, but I was darn sure getting back up for them, you know, that they didn't ask to be born and come into this world and have to deal with alcoholism and addiction and the nightmares that it brings into the family. So I just kept saying, show me the way, show me the way. This is the vision. This is who I want to be. This is what I want it to look like. You know, it's progress, not perfection. I don't ever want to even think of perfection. That is just completely abnormal, whatever normal is, but perfection does not exist. Progress, progress, progress. And then it's okay. We're going to fall down because that's what we do. We're going to slip. But then you just learn from it. You learn from the mistakes. I didn't learn. I kept repeating them because I was active in my addiction. I cannot learn anything until I put down the destroyer. So that is a must. And then to get the guidance to have a support group, 12-step program is what worked for me because it showed me that every problem I have, every stinking thinking thought, every fear-based thought, every situation that I wanted, the outcome to be a certain way. Every time I tried to take control of something, every time that I was worried that this wasn't going to happen or back in the I'm not good enough mindset because I had that tape playing for so many years because to be good enough, I had to be straight A. I had to have a million dollars. I had to have the best of everything. I had to have the perfect marriage and, you know, all these things was what was good enough for who? Okay. You know, get rid of the tape, step on it, get rid of, get rid of the voices of those before you who may have said the wrong thing because they darn sure didn't do it on purpose. Forgive, 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 forgive. That's the key. And you will take your life back. You will take your power back. And all you have to do is just decide to do it. Just give yourself a chance and stop telling yourself why you can't and think about why you can and believe, 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 believe. And if you don't believe, pray for the willingness to believe. That's, you know, prayer, sleep, exercise, nutrition. Those are all action steps that you have to take. You put down the vice one day at a time. You have somebody help you stay strong and help you to overcome you know, the temptation of wanting to pick it up and you just take one step at a time, one day at a time. And all of a sudden, all this, you're, you know, things are going to turn around for you. And as far as like exercise and nutrition, they make you strong. They make you stronger. Okay. And when you feel stronger, you are stronger. And when you're stronger, you're more confident and you're more trustworthy because you're taking care of yourself. Now you feel good. And so you're going to keep going. You're going to be stronger and stronger. It gives you the ability to lay out those healthy boundaries. You got to exercise your mind, your body, and your soul. Okay. So mindset exercising is to do powerful readings, you know, stick around powerful winning people. Power isn't about money. Power is about positivity. Power is about kindness and about love. Stick around the people who walk their talk. That's power. Power, exercise your body to go for walks, eat clean, take care of your body, sleep. And then mind, body, soul, your soul is your prayer, your meditation. You know, how are you connecting to your higher power? Are you reading spiritual readings? Are you listening to spiritual gurus to tap into that higher power that gives you human superpower? 
That's what you have to do. Mind, body, and soul health squashes addiction. And not only will you take your power back, but you're going to be happier and healthier than you've ever been in your entire life. I promise you it works. If you need help, feel free to go to my website at Kathy McKnight, Inc., Dot com schedule a discovery session and i would love to help you get there you got this i believe in you thanks for joining me and have an awesome fourth of july rock that smile bye good morning world happy day 16 of the 30 day no sugar challenge Woo, how's it going check in Give me some feedback. Let me know who's rocking this challenge, who's being consistent, who's on point. How many of you have attempted it, fallen off, gotten back on? I actually had a slip, but I'm back on track. And that's just it. Think about where you want to be a year from now. Do you want to be in the same spot a year from now that you're in right here today? If you don't like where you're at, if it's not making you feel good, then make the move. Okay, change Take action. Stay disciplined. Tap into God. Tap into your higher power. Align yourself. Align your goals with God. The more you focus on that, the more that you tap in and ask for the strength and ask for the courage and ask for the ability to beat temptation, to overcome adversities, to rise above the stress and anxiety, to stay on track, the more God's will will come into you and you will naturally flow in that powerful direction you've got to do your part let god your higher power do the rest okay so also stay focused on the goal one day at a time stay in the day okay don't try to think about next week or the wedding that's coming and how you're going to handle it focus on one day at a time that's all you have to do is do it right today okay one meal at a time, one thought at a time, one prayer at a time. Ask for some help if you need it. Get some support, but stay with it. And number three tip today, stay humble. Stay right-sized. Okay, feel good and reward yourself when you're doing good, but be careful not to get overly excited. You've got to stay in a groove. Okay, stay small with it. Don't get all big and proud. Because it can come back and pull the rug from right under your feet. You got this. It's day 16. Kick some butt. No sugar. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself, you are powerful. Woohoo! Rock your day. Peace out. Hey, everybody. Happy hump day. Coach Kathy here. And I'm going to send some good vibes and motivation to you. For those of you who have already thrown in the towel on yourself, grab that towel back, wipe your stress off, and move forward. Okay, you've got this. Do not quit on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. Your mind, body, and soul health is waiting for you. Here are your tips. Number one, just because you might be stuck or feel like you're at a plateau and nothing's changing, that's because you need to take some different action. And what I'm going to recommend that you do is write down a list of things that are stressing you out. You might be exercising, you might be watching your nutrition, but if you're stressed out, your body's releasing cortisol. And the cortisol is getting in the way of your metabolism, which causes that visceral fat to linger and stay. Okay, I just went through this. I was exercising. I was watching what I ate drinking a lot of water and I wasn't getting any results and that was driving me very very nutty so I did a little research and was reading about why this might be happening and I came across an article that talks about cortisol and when we are stressed out where our body is releasing that and that is a bad thing for us caffeine and sugar and lack of sleep are also reasons that your body will release cortisol and that gets in the way of your metabolism. So you've got to eliminate your stress. Don't quit on yourself. Don't give up on yourself. Just go ahead, write a list of what's stressing you out, and then write a list of what you can do to eliminate 
the stress. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's specific people in your life. It could be that you have too much on your to-do list. Write them down and then write what you're going to do to eliminate it. If it's a specific person, maybe you need to minimize your time that you talk to them. Maybe you need to eliminate them out of your life totally. Maybe it's a habit you're doing that you need to stop doing. But when you write it down and then you write what you're going to do to eliminate it, that's taking action, okay? It's not always the action of going to the gym or going for a walk. Sometimes the action is what's going to get your mindset right. Then you're going to see the results and you're going to feel better and look better and do better. So don't give up on yourself, don't quit. You've gotta push yourself. Nobody's gonna do it for you. You've got this. If you need some help, message me. If you need some motivation, you've got it. Make some changes. Take some action and work it. You're worth it. Bye now. 2019 is going to be your best year ever. Why? How? Well, let me tell you. You're going to strengthen your weaknesses. That's it. You're going to take action and you're going to strengthen your weaknesses. So, let me give you a few tips on how to do that. Number one, you must identify your weaknesses. You need to know what they are. Is it creativity? Like, did you wanna decorate your house a certain way but you're not creative and you don't know how to ask somebody to help you? Because the way to strengthen that weakness is simply to Find somebody creative and bring them in to help you. We, you don't have to do everything all by yourself. And I think that's the reason so many of us struggle is we want to be so self-sufficient. We want to do it all alone. We don't want to bother people or our ego. We don't want to think we need help. Whatever it is, we're getting in our own way. Okay, these things in life can be simple if you're just willing to make some changes, some minor changes. It's always about shifting and changing. So, what's your weakness? Is it patience? I know for me, that's a big one. Just yesterday, I was doing a little Christmas shopping late in the day, and I needed to get my son to basketball practice, and the lady uh, was taking her time ringing up my purchases, and I had even mentioned to her, she was trying to sell me this and sell me that, and that's great, she's doing her job, she's been told you know, to ask if they want to sign up for a credit card to get a discount and all that. But I had said, no, thank you, that um, maybe next time, but today I really need to just buy this and get out the door that my son had practice and I needed to get through the traffic. And she carried on and on and on with um, soliciting different things in the store. And I thought, are you, are you just so focused on your job that you're not listening to the customer and what I had said? Are you just ignorant, um, rude? Do you hear me? I mean, I'm telling you, I had to tell her like four or five times, please just ring me up. I need to go. So yes, I'm lacking in patience at times. Um, I didn't bite her head off or yell at her or say anything that I needed to regret. Thank God. But What's her weakness in that moment? She wasn't listening to me at all. So the way that I felt that she could be better was I called the manager and I let them know that somebody might want to train her a little better on listening to the customer and making sure that when she's working with a client or a customer that she's focused on the way that they're meeting their needs, you know, paying attention to them. Because we have to be able to conform to whoever we're dealing with, especially if we're in a business aspect and it's a customer service situation. Um, another weakness could be that you're afraid to take risks. You know, you're just um, constantly playing it safe, whether it's in dating or uh, making new friends or being social, any area. You have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. That's one of the ways to strengthen your weakness is that you just have to get out of yourself and take a jump. Take a, take, a, take a chance on changing and shifting and doing something a little bit different. 
Um, maybe a weakness is delegating. You know, you want to do everything by yourself because you don't think anyone else can do it like you can. Well, unfortunately in life, that's true. A lot of times we have to do something ourselves if we want it done right. But it could be a big weakness of yours. If you're not delegating, you're not allowing anyone to help you. Again, you're putting too much on your plate. Therefore, you're not going to be as productive. You won't be as happy, and you're not going to get fulfillment out of the things you do love. So delegate to other people. Delegate responsibilities and bring somebody in to help you. For me, um, I just did a book. I'm really excited. And... I was struggling for years and years and years on just getting an outline down. You know, I had paralysis of analysis, and I just couldn't get past the first initial sit down and start to write. So I did something different. I had, for one, I had a coach direct me. Okay, hiring a coach or bringing in a mentor is huge in strengthening your weakness. Letting somebody give you some guidance is huge. Do not let your ego overtake you where you don't think investing in yourself is the best investment you will ever make in your life. Having a coach give you guidance, ask you powerful questions to help you uncover obstacles and get that, aha, this is why it hasn't worked, is the most empowering gift you could give to yourself. 2019 is going to be incredible if you're willing to do some of these things I'm suggesting to you to bring strength, overcome your weakness, and strengthen yourself. So, like I was saying, I was doing a book, and I was struggling with ever getting past the beginning stages. He made a suggestion to do it in audio form. Well, I ended up speaking everything, and then I let somebody, I delegated part of the, part of the book to a person to write down the outline. Once they wrote the outline, I was able to go in and fill in everything that I wanted to say in the book. So that strengthened my weakness because I've wanted to write a book since I was 12 years old. I remember my mom telling me I had written something. She said, you should be a writer. You should write a book one day. Well, that has never left my mind. I've thought about that since then through the years. And there's been several attempts through the years that I've sat down and attempted to write a book. I actually have a book now because I let a coach come in and guide me. I let somebody else help me where I did the audio portion and let them write the outline. And then I filled it in and wrote, wrote what I wanted it to say. I made a lot of changes, but it gave me a structured format to go on. And it made a big difference for me. So those are some suggestions on how you can strengthen a weakness. Another one is service, okay, service to others. Anytime we're feeling a low self-esteem, um, useless, you know, these, these toxic negative lies, lies, that's what they are, but when these toxic negative thoughts come in and, you know, we want to start feeling bad about ourselves or not good enough or whatever it is we're going through, Get out and service somebody. Do something for somebody. Get on the phone, call somebody. Somebody might need to hear from you. Give somebody a ride. Bring somebody some food. Ba babysit somebody's children. You know, whatever. Help somebody with some gas. I don't know. Do something to get out of yourself. Go to a nursing home. Communicate with some people. They're lonely. They want to talk to people. Um, go hold some babies. What a, an amazing day that would be. Okay, so there's so many different things you can do to strengthen your weaknesses there. Service, service, service. And serve somebody with something you're weak on. So let's say you're weak with, um, with time management. Well, get somebody a, a planner, you know, a time management planner, and walk through it with them. So you're showing somebody how to manage their time. That, in turn, is going to strengthen your weakness. You're giving yourself education just by servicing somebody else. That's another way to strengthen your weakness. A huge one is to exercise. That's mind, body, and soul fuel. Exercise strengthens weaknesses in all areas, not just physically where you're strengthening muscles, you're strengthening your spine and your core and you know your ability, your posture, 
your legs, your ability to walk, your energy, you're strengthening your, your mind, you're bringing clarity and energy and you're letting out, you know, stress. So you're relieving all that. So that's a huge way for you to strengthen weaknesses by exercising and eating healthy. Nutrition will strengthen weaknesses because your body needs nutrients and it will help you feel better, sleep better, look better. All those blessings come from exercise and nutrition. 2019 is going to be a huge, huge year for you because the theme is strengthen your weakness. And that pretty much wraps it up. Um, one last one is for you to be prepared. Be prepared. So if you're in business, don't show up at an appointment without doing your research on their company. Know who you're going to talk to. Know a little bit about the person. Um, be prepared if you're going to go on a trip. Make sure you write a checklist of all the things you need. Write it all down. Take a deep breath. Take a step back. Write down what you need. Pack slow. Make sure you double check your list. Okay, do you need a road map? How about navigation? Do you have a good sense of direction? Strengthen your weaknesses by being prepared. Do your homework. Get on the phone and ask somebody, hey, have you been to this place? What did you bring? Use other people for help. That's what we're all here for, to lift each other up and help each other through. Okay, I hope that helps. Get ready, 2019. It's going to be your best year ever. Strengthen your weaknesses. Have an awesome day. Bye. Happy Monday. Here we are into June already, 2020. We're almost halfway done with the year. Welcome to my YouTube channel, and for anybody interested in learning more about me, my name is Kathy McKnight. My website is kathymcknightinc.com. You can go there and schedule an appointment, a discovery session. If you're interested in personal development or fitness, nutrition, coaching, mental mindset, coaching, addiction, whatever. So today's topic is stinking thinking, stinking thinking. How many of you can relate? Because that is a biggie and we all do it. It's human nature. So the fact that it happens is one thing, but what you do about it is everything, especially when it comes to addiction. Because if we allow stinking thinking to take over our mind, then we can pick up a drink or drug or food or whatever, and we can run to something to instant gratification to remove our anxiety or stress or whatever emotions those thoughts have brought on. So it's so important to understand that the thoughts, you can't control them. Okay, stinking thinking is going to occur. They're like intrusive thoughts. The thoughts come to our mind that's going to happen. And the more you try to control thoughts, the more you're going to lose control and the more you're going to think about it. It's going to become like an obsession, like people that are suffering with um, with um, bipolar or or OCD or if you're um, ADD, then it's a lot more common for you to have intrusive thoughts or stinking thinking, but it doesn't really matter if you know the solution and what to do about it, because that's the thing. And it doesn't matter who we are. We all, we all go through this. The thoughts come, they pop up. You can't control them. What you can do is learn how to manage them and how to get rid of them quickly, like instantly. There are solutions and that's what you need to know. And it's important. The more you understand about it, the more you're going to manage it and conquer it and overcome it and not allow stinking thinking to cause you to react or do something that you don't want to do. That's going to cause harm to you. And you have to realize you have to not give the thoughts power. You can't 
you can't label them with something that's not real. So you can't give it any power. You have to minimize the thought and squash the thought. And you have to replace the thought with something positive or something beneficial or something healthy. So the positive positive mindset, positive thinking is definitely a huge piece to overcoming stinking thinking. And with stinking thinking, it can be a lot of things. It could be negative self-talk where you're downing yourself. You had a bad experience at one time in your life. Maybe you were rejected for a job or in a relationship. And now you've decided I'm never going to get another girlfriend again, or I'm never going to have another boyfriend, or I'm never going to get a job like that. And you start training your brain to believe something very negative. Negative self-talk is very self-destructive and it can cause you a lot of harm. And you can't do that for yourself. You have to go to the mirror, look yourself in the eyes and say, I am qualified for an awesome job. I will get an awesome job. You have to talk love to yourself. You have to talk positive to yourself. You have to know who you are, know your worth, and you need to make sure you surround yourself around people who lift you up and feed that positive. If you are taking actions that are uh, creating negative results, you're going to feel guilt, shame, insecurity, inferiority, and all those bad emotions. So it's really important for you to take good care of yourself, to love yourself, to speak very good, positive words to yourself about yourself. And you can do that every day. Go to the mirror, practice. The more you do it, the more you believe it, the more you believe in yourself and trust yourself and know who you are. And then you're not influenced by other people's opinion of you, other people's looks or behaviors. It is not your stuff. And you don't take on other people's stuff when you have mastered the art of squashing stinking thinking. Remember, it's going to happen, but... The quicker you get rid of it is the key. And one of the other solutions to getting rid of it is to listen to podcasts. Sometimes you might have to go to a little bit of therapy for a while. Hire a coach. I'm available to help anybody who'd like to. Um, The difference between a coach and a therapist is we get into the now of motivating you to take action, which enhances your security and your self-esteem and your self-worth by taking certain actions, working out, exercising, sleeping better, staying uh, true to a routine and um, developing a strong, healthy pattern of living will, that's what a coach will do. But if it's a matter of something that you are struggling with, some past trauma, then you would want to go to therapy first for a while and get that resolved. Um, Some of the things that stinking thinking, like we could go into the shoulda, coulda, woulda's, which is regret, where we're beating ourselves up for past mistakes. And that is not healthy for you either. You don't want to beat yourself up or regret anything because everything that you've ever done, everything that you've ever been through has all happened for a reason. It is part of your story. It's part of your journey. And they're not mistakes. They're lessons to be learned. You cannot sit here and beat yourself up for things that have happened in your past. That stinking thinking will take you out and it will keep you down. And you are what you believe you are. You are your thoughts. So you have to think strong, healthy thoughts and you have to learn how to forgive the past. Don't shoulda, coulda, woulda yourself. Don't think, you know, don't sit there and bargain with yourself that if I did this, it would have been that, or it's, it's not fair. Nothing's fair. I always, this, all those terms and ways of thinking are definitely self-sabotaging words and your words are very powerful. They will play a major role the words, the thoughts will take you to the action. So if you're thinking down on yourself, if you're feeling down on yourself, if you're beating yourself up, or if you're believing that you're not good enough, you don't belong, you're not worthy, then you're going to go and you're going to eat too much food. You're going to drink too much alcohol. You're going to go gamble away your life. You're going to have sex with a group of people. I mean, not all at once, but you're going to have Uh, You're going to be putting yourself out there and not respecting your body, which is your temple, which is not healthy. You could die from that and you're going to go do drugs or whatever. It's there's there's a lot of things that you could do. Violence. I mean, stinking thinking can bring us to very negative behaviors, Um, projecting outcomes, obsessing and thinking that, you know, it's going to happen before it 
it already does. It's a very unhealthy behavior. Jumping to conclusions is not healthy. All these things, the more you're aware and the more you see yourself doing it, the more now you jump to the skills that you're going to develop by practicing how to overcome it and how to get rid of that thought instantly, like turn it around. You know, I used to do that. I used to suffer from stinking thinking because I would get a thought and this is when I was younger and I would believe it. You know, you know, if I've had a bad experience in a relationship where I might have been with somebody who was a cheater, then, um, you know, now I've got trust issues for a little while until I did some work on myself. I was betrayed and I had trust issues. So I would think things, you know, with the next and like, you know, I would have a thought and then if I could have this huge imagination of it and take it to a further place, I could start visualizing things that aren't even real. And um, it could be, uh, you know, horrible thoughts. And if I believe it, then I might even start a fight with them. And it wasn't even real. So that's just one example of a thousand. I mean, it could be you if you're a parent and you your children are going out and all of a sudden you start visualizing they're a little bit late, five minutes late, and the worst thoughts in the world come to your mind. And then if you're believing them, you can get yourself so sick and anxious and fear-based. And, and I mean, that's unhealthy. That's not good. So you have to understand that that is ego. And the ego is the devil. And the devil wants to destroy you. The devil wants to kill you. The devil wants to take you out. The devil, the ego, the disease, it's all the same. And it's there to trick you and it's there to play mind games with you. It's there to cause you to feel down and out. It's there to cause you to act out negatively toward other people, to fight, to beat yourself up, to beat up other people, to eat, to take yourself out. That is what the devil wants to do and enjoys it. So you have to have, and the ego is edging God out. So the way for you to conquer stinking thinking is through God. You have to say to God instantly, God, take this thought. I know it's not true. Laugh it off with them. Chuckle together. Become partners and just say, here's that thought again. You know what we got to do with that? Tell the devil to shut up. You know, take a look at, you know, visualize yourself looking at a shoulder. Maybe, you know, how the angel sits on one and the devil on the other and and flick it. You know, haha, you wish. You know, you have to do that. It's that simple. And you have to believe it and you have to be strong, mentally tough and beat it because it's all a lie. And you need to understand that pop up thoughts, intrusive thoughts, stinking thinking, they're all the devil. They're all a lie. So just believe that and choose not to feed it because what you feed will grow. So if you feed that fear, if you feed that thinking, you're going to turn into a complete mess. You know, sometimes a psychotic basket case, which is really not good for your health. And then you have to feel horrible about your behavior and get more help. Or you have to make a lot of apologies out there for all the people that you're acting like a lunatic toward because you decided to feed a thought that's not even true. One of the ways for you to overcome stinking thinking is to write a gratitude list. Okay, about your life, about like when you wake up, write all the things you love about yourself, all the beautiful things that you can see, you can smell, you can hear, you can taste, you can walk, you can drive, you have a car, whatever, you know, make sure you write them out. And if you're suffering with having stinking thinking from a coworker or a boss or a relationship you're in, family member, write down all the things that are positive about that person. Okay. Write a gratitude list for the good qualities and start focusing on the good because you've got to feed the positivity in order to be a winner. You have to feed the positivity. You can't walk around with a negative mindset and a negative attitude and be a winner. It's impossible. So you have a choice. You get to choose. You don't get to choose the thought but you get to choose how to manage it. Why would you let a lie destroy you and your loved ones? Why would you give power to something that isn't real? When you know that you have the option at that moment to squash it and toss it. 
Okay. If somebody feeds that, then they are allowing the stinking thinking to win. And you're better than that. So you want to definitely do positive affirmations about yourself. You want to write a gratitude list. You want to focus on all the blessings. You want God in the picture all the time. You've got to keep God in your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your soul. That is a powerful, powerful tool. That is the secret sauce. That's your extra power that turns you into superhuman. And it's either devil or God. So which one are you going to hold hands with, fear or faith? You have a choice. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to go this way for a split second or even maybe you're going to have a really bad day. But how long are you going to stay there? You don't have to. So with the thinking, um, the voice in the head, you got to know how to step on it and get rid of it. It's, it's not real. And as soon as you think that you know everything and you're not teachable and you're not open to learn and you're not humble and you're not able to, to be real with this, then you're shut down, you're closed-minded, and you're, you're basically just feeding the beast. So it's so important for you to stay open-minded, be willing to learn, be willing to look deeper in yourself. You've got to be able to have the awareness. You've got to be honest with yourself, and you got to know what when these things are happening, what's happening to you, because you don't need the anxiety, the stress, the fear, and you don't need to take the actions, you know, especially with addiction, you don't need to open that door off of a thought that's not even real. That's my um, talk today on stinking thinking. And I believe in you and I know you have the power to beat it. So feel free to message me if you have any comments. I'd love to interact with you. Other than that, I'll see you next Monday. Have an awesome day. Peace out.